What up, cryptids and milfs? I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Ella, and you are entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. Oh, yeah. This is this is an X-Files rewatch podcast. We're rewatching the X-Files. We're talking about it. Every episode, come on. Why not? Every single episode. Even the ones you wish we wouldn't talk about. Oh, we're talking about them. We're talk- There's no escape. <laughs> and uh, this is my first time ever watching the X-Files, so I don't know anything. Uh, this is my fourth time watching the X-Files, so I know... I don't know every. I was going to say I know everything. I don't, because yeah. I have the brains of a goldfish. Same. And I forget many things. Oh my gosh. I've forgotten the episodes we've already watched and then talked about for two hours straight, so... I know the big stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like this episode? I yes, I did remember this episode. Yeah. That's that's Vince for you. That's that's the Vince way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before we talk about the Vince way, mm-hmm. we are going to remind you that our season four I forgot what season we're on. Season mm-hmm. four wrap up episode is coming very soon at the end of this season. And if you would like to submit questions, comments, complaints, recipe ideas whatever mm-hmm. please do so by november 20th you can email it to us at scullynationpod at gmail.com or dm us on twitter and instagram at scullynationpod mm-hmm. didn't feel right to say that but i soldiered through i'm proud of you thank and you, you were right you. to say it you yeah. were correct so i don't know whatever whatever you mm-hmm. want to send in rest uh se- segment suggestions yes segment we- revisions maybe (laughs) um (laughs) something we got we got a couple ideas um but yeah questions um uh, fan art if you want to draw scuba bill i'll lose my shit (laughs) are you kidding me that's all i want in life that's all i want scuba bill fan art yeah (laughs) please or or other people you know ellen bledsoe i really don't think anybody i don't think even the people who have listened to every episode of the show remember who Ellen Bledsoe is. They just remember us mentioning her, probably. <laughs> but that's okay, because that we're going to do a lore recap yes. in our season four episode, so you'll get caught up. Yes. You will know who Ellen Bledsoe is, and you will come to love her as much as we do. She is very cool. She is. <laughs> um, all right. So do that. Yes. Or don't. It's we'll your do. life. Well, tonight we are talking about season four, episode 20 small potatoes i found van blunt's clothes in the locker room he must have walked out of here wearing the deputy spare uniform after hitting him over the head i have a theory if you want to hear it van blunt somehow physically transformed into his captor then walked out the door leaving no one the wiser scully should we be picking out china patterns or what Mulder, why can't you just go for the simple answer with that blow to the head the deputy might just as well have identified mcgruff the crime dog <laughs> nice for nice, nice, 20 nice. you say and i'm about to make your day wait because you know what day this episode aired on no april 20th 1997 wait how did that happen accidentally it's so funny <laughs> that doesn't feel like something that happened accidentally i know they they is there I a, don't know. a stoner and scheduling <laughs> it must be it's amazing it must be it's, it was meant to be. It's a sign of, of what? I'm not sure. but Of something. Of something. Does Vince Gilligan smoke weed? I want to say no, but I don't know why. <laughs> That's, a That's a toughie. I feel like that one could go either way. Yeah. Um, I also want to say no. 
I don't know why that the way he well I don't know there was a whole crew doing Breaking Bad mm-hmm. but the way they wrote Skyler was very funny <laughs> I love that so yes. much yes um, it gets funnier every time every yes. time you rewatch the show yeah. it's like oh as the as the national dish discourse yes. changes and the dish course and the dish course where yeah. they're like ooh I love dishes yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah I guess I'll say no but I'm not. I wouldn't hang my my hat on that, my reputation. Vince, come on our show and smoke let a joint know. with us and let us know if you enjoy it or not. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, but also problematic because that's Hitler's birthday that's actually messed up. Is it really? It is. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, the whole holiday is now a uh, suspect. I think it's unrelated, I hope. You hope. You always hope. <laughs> but you never know for sure. You never know. Hitler's always sneaking into stuff. I guess. I don't think so. I don't think that's true, actually. I know. Actually. I don't know, man. Anyway, tell, tell me more about this episode. All right. I would love to. Um, this episode was written by the one and only Vince Gilligan and directed by Cliff Bowl. Um, is that a new director? It is. Okay. Thank okay. you for that wonderful segue. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I feel like <laughs> I don't recognize that name. Uh, this is his first episode of the show. He does a couple more after this. Um, but besides the X-Files, he is known for directing a lot of Star Trek, specifically The Next Generation. A- directed a bunch of it. Yeah. And the Star Trek alien race, The Bolians, is named after him. So I don't remember fun. which one that is, but yeah, that we're is probably in one episode. But you know, it's fun. That is fun. I wish I had a Star Trek alien species named after me. Anyway, um, this episode takes place in Martinsburg, West Virginia, and a short plot synopsis: A small town is blessed by babies being born with tails. Mulder and Scully arrive, only to encounter a suspect who proves nearly impossible to identify. Why is blessed in there? That's a very strange word. Is that ever used in the episode? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> shall we uh shall we hop into the shape-shifting meat? We've definitely episode? done that. The Ooh. the with with a tail meat. The, the tail, tail the, the tailed meat. The tailed meat. The tailed meat. Yes. Of the episode. Yes. All right, let's let's hop on in. We open in a West Virginia hospital with a POV shot. Classic Breaking Bad reference. <laughs> you know Vince is always referencing Breaking Bad in of episodes of The X-Files that came out <laughs> decades before the show. Decade. 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 Breaking Bad is so long ago, which is surreal yeah, to think about. It's bizarre. Um, okay, so we open on a POV shot of a pregnant woman being wheeled on a gurney into a delivery room, and we get one very reassuring nurse who is helping her with breathing exercises, and another nurse who, or admin person who is um, asking for her insurance information, which felt very realistic to the American experience, <laughs> let me just tell you. If there's one thing a Vince episode's going to have, <laughs> it's the American healthcare yes. industry. Of course. And all of its troubles. He's obsessed with it. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't we all be yeah, if yeah. we had to live in that world, which I do. Which we do. Um, so the pregnant woman makes some oblique comments about not being sure how to reach the father because he is from another planet. Oh, that sounds like an X-File to me. Hmm. The nurse taking her information is not <laughs> impressed by this comment. She Like, we get like a... Like a music sting. Like a music sting. Very and then funny. like her eyes like go up at the same time and like disbelief. And it's yeah. very funny. Yes. Um, but that that's weird. And you haven't mentioned the, the name of this this woman <laughs> what's what's the name of the pregnant woman it's amanda yeah I it is i didn't know if you wanted to claim her as as, own, as an amanda i mean i do like her <laughs> okay 
I don't know. I, I like her. I just don't want to be claimed by the concept of pregnancy. <laughs> well, sh- that's not important. That's yeah. true. That's true. You can be claimed as an Amanda. I like her voice. It's very yes. weird, yes. which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, her name is Amanda. But we go to the delivery room and we see that the OBGYN delivering the baby, um, his, his face falls when he sees <gasps> the baby and the nurse drops some of her tools and that doesn't seem great. Oh. But the doctor like very earnestly is like oh you've got a really healthy baby girl absolutely nothing is wrong don't even worry about it don't pay attention to my face or the nurse (laughs) dropping any tools it is not a big deal and then he just like takes the baby and walks behind a curtain holds it up and we see that homeboy has a tail Uh uh-oh or sorry homegirl i guess yes um and the doctor goes good lord not another one oh wah wah yeah, yeah, it's pretty wacky, it, and it's not traditional for humans to have tails. Oh, thank you for yeah. oh mm-hmm. oh okay. Yeah. The human species doesn't yeah. usually oh interesting have a tail. I didn't Although, actually know that. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like in this West Virginia burg. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's very common in West Virginia, strangely. In this town, in this month, yes. In this episode of the X Files, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, credits, credits, credits over. over. Okay. We're in the car. Mulder is giving Scully the lowdown. He's showing her a weekly informer magazine. My, I mean, my personal source of all information. I don't oh, know yes. about you. Yes. Um, so the cover story on this magazine is Monkey Babies Invade Small Town. <laughs> um, and it's just like a big photo with, it's like a baby with a chimp face superimposed on top. And Mulder does admit that the photo's a little over the top, but it gets the message across. Mm-hmm. Um this is there's also a second article on this that I did enjoy uh, Michael Jackson held captive by exotic pets mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish they would drop that into it like a second episode because right. I'm kind of interested in what's going on there I see that's the next episode right I hope so yeah I like the subtitle it's just weird star prisoner in his own zoo <laughs> I'm I'm interested in that one mm-hmm. it's like the um in never again the the billboard face it's like that all over again mm-hmm. we'll never find out but that's fine so Mulder tells her the story how there's a <clears throat> five bunch of babies born in this West Virginia town all with tails um, Scully is like that's not that weird a lot of infants have vestigial tails and they shrink and disappear after births, birth and in rare cases the tails don't disappear so it's it's weird, but it's not unheard of. And Mulder's like, sure, but does it happen five times in the last three months in the same town? That's weird. And so Scully's like, okay, that is weird. Maybe somebody should investigate, but I don't know why it has to be us. And she's like, I know why you're really interested in the case. And it's because of the uh, the tagline, not the tagline, the logline? Subtitle? Subtitle. The subtitle I don't know of the is. article. Subheadline? Um, sure. The, the like foot that. line. The, fo- the foot, the feet, the feet's line. The feet's line. The feet's line is what Mulder is interested in about the possibility of visitors from outer space. We know our guy. Oh, yeah. He'll drop everything for visitors from outer space. Listen, he's got a special interest and that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And in his defense, he's like seen aliens, so I would also be interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Although he doesn't remember them. I don't know. Unclear. Anyway, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so they go to the hospital room with Amanda and she's like, yeah, the doc said my baby's really healthy. You know, we can just do a surgery to remove the tail. Not too worried about it. 
And the boot crew asks her if she had any pregnancy complications, and she says nah, but um, tells them that she was not trying to get pregnant, and kind of obliquely references the fact that she's a single mom. And she's like, yeah, the, you know, the dad isn't from this planet. <laughs> and Mulder just like very earnestly. He zeroes in. He's got a serious face on, yeah. like it's a mythology episode. He's <laughs> like, were you abducted? <laughs> He's ready. He's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's open. Of course. And she says, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no. He just visited my apartment. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I like. She's like, he just dropped by. You know, one thing led to another. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, yeah, the dad is Luke Skywalker. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's fine. <laughs> he's a Jedi Knight. Which we all know is fake because obviously Luke is a member of the LGBTQ community. Yes, of course. Emphasis on the G part of that. Yes. But that, I guess, has not been determined in the 90s yet. Yeah. And so as she says this, Mulder sighs and just like leans back in Very disappointment. Yes, he is not happy about this. This is not the last time he'll be embarrassed in this episode. <laughs> yes. But Scully's also going to be embarrassed. So it's it's an equal opportunity episode. Exactly. So Scully is like, did he have his lightsaber? <laughs> just really like twisting the knife. I, I love her delivery on this. It was very, very straight face. Very yeah. good. <laughs> and Amanda's like, no, he, did, he didn't bring the lightsaber, but he did sing his song for me. And then she hums the like, mm, do, 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 do. And Mulder just like leaves. He just like gets up and walks out. Yeah. He's like, I don't, have to, I don't have time for this. There are real aliens exactly. that we have to deal with here. <laughs> Um, and we, after Mulder has left, we learn that Amanda has watched Star Wars 368 times. Relatable. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Not the only Amanda who's done that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Skelly looks, I would say smug. I'd say smug <laughs> yeah. in this moment. And so Mulder leaves the room and Skelly just sort of whispers, like, thank you. <laughs> like, a little sarcastically. <laughs> sure. A little earnestly, because now she has something to hold over Mulder Mm -hmm. and she turns to leave but Amanda stops her and asks Scully if there's a chance that Luke is the father of the other babies who were born with tails in town as well and that's not the actual answer but it does get Scully's gears a turning Mm -hmm. and she's like um hmm Mm. that might be an answer to something it's not Luke Skywalker but maybe we do have a a common dad yes in this situation a a dad in common a dad in common yeah Mm mm-hmm tragedy of the common dads exactly Mm -hmm. so scully leaves to find Mulder. he is in the hallway looking at the the baby room what do you call it the observation nursery or is it different nursery is that the word for it it doesn't look like they're nursing them very much though so i don't know like yeah the the baby observation room the the room where you could stare at the babies in tv shows yes i don't know if they really exist yeah i was just gonna say is that real i feel like it's not anymore but it might have been in the past okay all right sure so he's staring at all the babies. And there are, I guess there's just the one baby with the tail because um, the other ones have gone home. Yes. I think so. Yeah. We do see a man standing right behind Mulder who we will meet later, but he looks very excited about the babies. He's kind of smiling. He looks excited and eagle eyed um, viewers who I guess have watched behind the scenes things and know what Darren Morgan looks like uh, will recognize him as Darren Morgan. <laughs> Love so, Darren Morgan. There you go. Miss him. Miss He's him back because I guess he was on the show before, but he was buried in makeup. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. But he's back. Um. So then Scully comes over and talks to Mulder and Mulder's like, listen, Scully, I know that I've been thoroughly humiliated, but I still think there's something going on here. We got to investigate. 
And it's not Luke Skywalker. What if it is, though? I guess Mulder's a Star Wars hater. Yeah, what that? He's a Star Trek fan. Oh. He would be a... I feel like he'd be a Star Wars fan. I feel like Scully would be the Star Trek fan. Scully is definitely the Star Trek fan. Yes. Right? would be the Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe that's why it hurts more. (laughs) Because he is a Star Wars fan. Because he's being betrayed. Yeah. (laughs) The Luke betrayed me? (gasps) Luke would never. He's a sweetie. Very true. Well, we go to the Eastern Appalachian Regional Health Department, and Mulder and Scully are talking to another scientist. Um, She is talking about how they've done PCR tests on all of the babies, and um, they're going to blood test all of the husbands of the four married women, um, which the husbands won't be very happy about it, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and then we discovered that identical band trait matches show that all five babies have the same father. So it's probably not Luke Skywalker, but it is somebody. We don't know for sure it's not Luke. We don't know. <laughs> um, and so the father, whoever he is, probably has a tail too, although Scully says that he likely had it re- surgically removed somewhere along the way. Um, and then Mulder notices that all five women share the same OBGYN, and four of the five women, who were all married, um, they all underwent fertility treatment at a local clinic and got artificial insemination to get pregnant. So, so you know, it's a, cl- it's a clue. It's a lead. You should yeah. probably check it out. Sounds like a real, I don't know, Jane the Virgin situation. Didn't watch it. I guess that was an accident. Um, haven't there been real doctors who did this? What? Like who use their own oh, semen? Oh, yes. So gross. There was like one, yeah, there's like yeah. one famous guy that did that. And, yeah. Anyway, so the boot crew pull up to uh, the offices of the OBGYN, Dr. Pew. <laughs> I guess uh-huh. it's Pew. Like, Is he related to Florence? Maybe. You know, it's an ugly name for a, a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with the name Pew, but it does sound like Pew. Pew. Uh, so, uh, oh. Pew Pew. Oh. Star Wars reference. Oh my god. So, uh, yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. Holy shit. <laughs> so there are other angry couples rushing into this clinic and in fact one of the men who is being dragged by his wife looks at Mulder and goes, "You two," <laughs> assuming that they're another couple with mm-hmm. a child with a tail. They could be. They could be. Um so they go inside and we see four couples kind of berating Alton Pugh and demanding to know what he did. He's what? having a terrible day. He's having a bad day, and he didn't actually do anything wrong. Yeah. But he, he's like, I'm innocent, I swear. But they're demanding to know what he did with their sperm, and the boot crew are, again, mistaken for a couple before they reveal that they are with the FBI and that they want to um, figure out what's going on. The other couples would like the FBI to arrest the doctor immediately because they assume that something untoward happened. Mm-hmm. And Alton insists that he used all the husband's own sperm on their wives. Like, he he was above board. It's fine. And then Scully's just like, why was it necessary to artificially inseminate in these cases? Just she, like, like, has a me- megaphone. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like this has come up before. Was this before HIPAA was signed or was this a HIPAA world? No idea. She shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. She's like, so why did you have to do this? What are these infertile men or something? <laughs> Which, again, is not something to be ashamed about or anything, but sure. is a pretty wild thing to, like, just ask in a hallway. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It's still private medical information. Yes. Um, and so he, he answers. He's like, yeah, usually this procedure only has a 40% success rate, so it is kind of weird that all the women got pregnant. And then the doctor, like, sort of suggests that the women sleep 
slept with some other man yeah. than their husbands. Um, and so the, the conversation grows more heated. But as that is happening, Mulder kind of wanders off and he goes down a hallway. Before we get to that, I did like there was one line when he's like, you know, you're blaming the wrong guy or whatever. Mm. And one of the wives is very mad and she's like i haven't been with a man since 1989 long pause not counting you honey it's <laughs> a pretty funny line brutal <laughs> yeah it's you know they're living yeah. anyway um, so uh Mulder wanders down the hallway away from this heated conversation and um and and alton is using kind of amanda's example in his defense as Mulder wanders off he's like you know like this random woman that wasn't part of this treatment at all also had a kid with a tail so like why are you blaming me but Mulder walks through the clinic and passes by what appears to be like a kitchenette or something and we see darren morgan working on a sink he's classic plumber situation he's got the classic plumber butt sticking out which Mulder just like looks at like even before he discovers the clue he's He's sneaking a peek. Yeah. yeah. Mulder is into this butt. And <laughs> from the con- commentary track, yes. he's not the only one who's interested in this butt crack. We'll have some behind the scenes <laughs> Vince Gilligan interest in Darren Morgan's butt crack as well. Yes. But yeah, Mulder's checking out this ass and we see that he's got a scar that looks like maybe from a tail being removed surgically. Hmm. And so Mulder introduces himself and he's like, hey, you know, I just want to ask you a few questions. And Darren's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then he just books it out of the room. And obviously his name is not Chester. So Mulder is able to catch up with him and just like fucking tackles this man Mm -hmm. to the ground, like a sliding stop on the hallway of this clinic. And he just like shows Darren Morgan's butt crack to Scully. (laughs) And he's like, look at this butt. Look at it right now. It was Vince Gilligan's interest. Yeah. He was like, Vince, check out this ass. We all love this ass. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they they see the scar from the tail and the women all gather around, kind of horrified that this man might be the father of their children. Mm-hmm. Just fair. He looks very like, ah, shucks. She- sheepish. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So they, they cart our man away. Um, <clears throat> they take him to be interviewed. And they have now done paternity tests using his DNA. And it is a match. Five out of five. He is indeed the father of the kids. Um, so his name is Edward Van Blunt with an H. Everyone always forgets the H. Um, it's, it's silent. It's silent. It's Dutch mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ask him how he did it. And he's, uh, I don't know, kind of avoiding the questions. They kind of ask him, like, how can, can you tell us how five women were impregnated with your sperm? He's like, you make it sound so romantic. Um, and Mulder's like, oh, so there was romance involved. And Eddie gets, are we calling him Eddie? I guess Eddie. Okay, I was calling him Eddie. Okay, yeah. Or we, I we, guess ha- we, we hadn't learned Darren his Morgan. name yet, so I was calling him Darren before, but yeah. now that we know he's Eddie, let's Eddie. call him Eddie. He feels like an Eddie. It's not, Darren Morgan did not do this to these women. <laughs> and yes. I don't want to blame him for That's this. That's true. It was Eddie. It is a horrible crime. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eddie. Um. So, Eddie is like, what? You know, why is it so hard to believe that there was romance involved? You know, just because I was born with a tail, you don't think that any woman would want me. Maybe I have personality. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does sort of confirm that, yes, he did indeed have sex with all five of these women. But that's weird because none of them remember that. And he doesn't look a lot like Luke Skywalker. 
Um, and so he's like, well, you know, hypothetically, if all the women wanted to get pregnant and their husbands weren't able, you know, hypothetically, and everybody had the babies and everybody's happy, where's the crime, sir? Sir, there's, there's quite still, a crime. There's still quite a crime. There's quite a bad crime. But I'll have whatever. more opinions about that in the wrap-up <laughs> yes, section. I, yes. But, you know, he doesn't, he hasn't taken his, whatever, women's literature class. His, his mandatory sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Something like that. So they're like, okay, we need to talk in the hallway. So they leave Eddie and go out to chat. Yeah, Skelly's got a theory. She is just dragging this guy. She's like, listen... As a woman, there's literally no way anyone had consensual sex with this man, which is a little rude, but <laughs> a little bit. In this case, it's true, but I mean, he's just like a normal-looking man. She's she's a little rude, yeah. But um, fair enough. She'll and, eat her words later. Yes. Oh, I guess it is ironic, huh? Yeah. Okay. I see, you know, I didn't make that connection before. Yeah. It is an ironic line. And she suggests that Eddie probably used a date rape drug, but Mulder's like, when would he have drugged them? They're like all suburban moms. They're probably not out drinking alone, mm-hmm. which maybe they are, but probably not. Probably not. not. And after like a, having a newborn baby. After having a newborn baby, yeah. and it's like a town of 15,000. Well, they wouldn't have had the baby yet, because they wouldn't have oh, been pregnant you're, yet. you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. But still, probably not. Probably not. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's worth checking out. So later on in the police station, Eddie is sitting there while an officer types up a report in his little computer program, and Eddie has to correct the officer's spelling of his name again. There's an H. It's silent. And, you know, as the cop continues getting all of Eddie's information, Eddie really is staring at him very closely in kind of a creepy way. Mm-hmm. Eyeballing him. I- eyeball. He's rubbing his eyeballs all <laughs> over him like that SpongeBob episode with the map where their eyes are just like rubbing on the map. I don't remember that. Um. Anyway, it's, you know, it's used in a great meme where it's like looking respectfully, but it's like, oh, anyway. Sure. Um, so Eddie, uh, his face starts slowly morphing into the officer's face, which hmm. is not what you want to see, probably. No. And he then gets If up. you're really hot, maybe you do. Well, then it's just, that's just sexy. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wish that would happen to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but Eddie smashes the officer's face with a piggy bank that he's got on his desk and says, the H is silent. He keeps telling him. Uh-huh. Come uh-huh. on. I mean, if he had listened to him, maybe Eddie wouldn't have done this. Exactly. Um, and then that's that's that, you know? Eddie seems to be impersonating this officer. Not good. Shock. Ah. Or X-File, perhaps? Probably. Maybe. We have an investigation station where they are investigating this X-File. Mm-hmm. Um, at, the, so, at the station. At the station. Mm-hmm. Never has this segment name been more appropriate. Mm-hmm. So um, they are kind of looking around the station. They're trying to find Eddie. They're very confused because the deputy, um, he clocked out last night. People saw him leaving everything. Everything seemed totally normal. But this morning when they got into the office, they did find him shoved under a desk. Maybe he was sleepy. Maybe he was working late. I don't know. Burned in the midnight oil. But probably not. So they ask if the deputy remembers anything. And he says that, yeah, Eddie totally cold cocked me. But... He wasn't the guy. He was me. Hmm. Weird. Doodly doodly doo. So Mulder and Scully chat. Uh, Mulder like rings the bell to draw over. It was kind of cute. It is really cute. Um, and then he says that he's discovered that the deputy's spare uniform is missing. So Eddie must have just walked out of the room wearing his clothes. 
And Mulder says that he has a theory if she wants to hear it. And Scully, without missing a beat, she she knows Mulder. She's worked with him for four years. She knows him down to the, the marrow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you think that Eddie Van Blunt transformed into the deputy and escaped wearing his face. And Mulder looks delighted. Mm-hmm. He He's like, Scully, should we be picking out China patterns or what? He's he's so happy. He's so, he's so excited. <laughs> she and her eyes are so dead in this moment. <laughs> um, yes, they're having different different experiences right now, but that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And Scully's like, I know that that's what you think, but isn't it? Doesn't it make a lot more sense that the deputy's concussion explains him misidentifying the man? And of course. Everybody in the world has face blindness, so it makes sense that they would mistake him for somebody else. That's what I wrote. Scully thinks people have face blindness, and I felt <laughs> very seen by that, because this, I would have fallen for it. Yeah. This does feel like a very pointed episode at you. It's all about face blindness. A little bit. Amanda's in it. <laughs> Star Wars fan. I mean, I'm just saying that if someone walked by me and they looked sort of like how they were supposed to look, <laughs> I would be none the wiser. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah. He wouldn't have to change for me. Exactly. That, that's beautiful. He doesn't have to change for Thank you. Thank you. He can just be himself. If he had walked in in Mulder's clothes, <laughs> I would have been like, that's Mulder. Not well, to how spoil did you... later in the episode. There you go. How did you know what was going on in this episode then? That's honestly a good question. Co- context clues. Context clues and watching it with you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Listen, you've had to tell me when things are happening before. Let's be honest. That's true. Um, most of the time it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right. So, yeah. So that's that's Scully's theory. It does make a lot of sense. But on the other hand, Mulder's theory does explain why four married women could mistake Eddie for their husbands and why Amanda saw Luke Skywalker. I'm always seeing Luke Skywalker. <sighs> True. <laughs> Is he dropping by your apartment late at night? No, I just, I don't buy him as someone yeah. who would be interested in women, which is no. fine. It just... It's just not realistic. It doesn't make sense. Let's be real. It doesn't here. make any dang sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, but, I mean, okay, but if Mulder's theory is true, what is Eddie? That still uh, opens up he, a lot of he's, questions. He's an X-File. Hmm. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> what if they... <laughs> I was going to say, what if they ended all of their uh, field reports with that? Would... Don't worry about it. But that's, I guess, essentially what <laughs> yeah, they do. It is what it is. <laughs> Signed, Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Love, love you, Skinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you feels know. right. Yeah. All right. So they they go to Van Blunt's residence and they with an H. It, sorry, with an H. It's silent. And they pull up, and Scully is holding the umbrella, which Mulder has to duck under, which is pretty <laughs> funny because like it would just make sense for him to hold it. But yeah. I like that they're sharing anyway. And Mulder asks Scully, you know, if you could be someone else for a day, who would you be? And Scully's like, hopefully myself, nerd. <laughs> and Mulder calls her out on this. She's, He's like, wow, that's pretty boring. <laughs> um, and then they sort of talk about uh, the concept of identity. And Mulder is suggesting that maybe it's other people's reactions to us that create our sense of self. So if you looked like someone else and everybody treated you like that person, would you become that person? Like, what, what makes you you? Is it mm-hmm. other people's reactions to you or some innate thing? Um, and the shots are kind of weird in this scene, which is funny. It's just how weather works because they're holding the umbrella and everything. But when the, the shot cuts to another scene, um, it's suddenly sunny. And so they're like putting the umbrella away, but 
that's just how filming works. It's fine. Vince was very upset about this, too. Yes, on the commentary track. We mm-hmm. talked about it. Um, so the boot crew walk onto this little porch, and Skelly's like, fine. If I have to choose someone, Eleanor Roosevelt. And Mulder, like, makes a face. <laughs> and he's like, it can't be a dead person. <laughs> Which is rude. Um, and then he is also kind of staring uncertainly. Eyeballing? Eyeball- again, Another eyeballing situation. He's eyeballing a man who's doing yard work a few yards over. We assume that he's thinking that's probably Van Blunt. Mm -hmm. But suddenly an old man answers the door and is like, hey, why are you sneaking around on my porch? The boo crew tell him that they're looking for his son, Eddie Jr. And the man cuts him him off and is like, what did that moron do now? (laughs) Uh Oh. Oh, boy. It also it is also pretty funny because they have Van Blunt written on the house, and when the door opens, the H falls off. Oh, I didn't notice. That. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Wow. It was the letters on the side, and when he opens the door, the H falls down. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you know the Easter eggs. There you go. I love it. Um, so they go inside and they let Eddie Senior know what's going on. Mulder keeps like looking out the window at the leaves guy. He's very suspicious. Um. So they ask if he knows where Eddie is, and um, while they're talking to him, they notice a poster on the wall that says Eddie the Monkey Man, so it's some kind of like carnival circus performer um, poster. And So they ask if that's him, and Eddie Sr. looks very excited. He's like, yep, one of the same. Uh, you know, you want to see my tail? And then he like immediately starts taking his pants off. Uh, Mulder, Mulder smiles. He's like, He's into it. He's he ready. Butts. He loves butts. He loves tails. He's very excited. But Scully does cut in. And she's like, no, thank you. I do not want to see your naked ass, please. Um, her loss. Her loss. Eddie Sr. looks kind of sad about it, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay. Um, so then they talk about his son, Eddie Jr., and they talk about how um, Eddie Jr. was indeed born with a tail, but he had his removed when he was a kid. Eddie Sr. really didn't want him to, um, but Eddie Jr., getting, getting tired of saying all these Eddies. Dar- Darren Morgan. Darren insisted. Morgan <laughs> begged him um, until his dad let him. So he shows them a magazine with a teenaged Eddie Jr. getting his tail removed on there. And um, Eddie Sr. thought it was a mistake to remove his tail because, you know, he's not much to look at and he ain't no Einstein. Which is not really what you want to hear from your dad. But, you know, that's okay. Um, You know, otherwise, you're just small potatoes. Mm -hmm. Might as well have the tail. It makes you different. Exactly. Makes you special. This guy feels like such a Vince character, doesn't he? Yeah, I see that. That's fair. It's mostly just like the mustache and the way he talks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you're not wrong. And I love him for that. Who doesn't? So then Mulder asks whether Eddie Jr. had any other medical oddities um, that they should know about. And he, Eddie Sr. does start answering, but he calls Mulder by his name. And then Mulder's like, wait a minute, how did you know my name? And he's like, oh, well, uh, Scully told me. And Scully's like, no, I didn't. Uh-oh. Sonny Bolts again for the second time this episode. Like his name is Chester. Although I guess he does get away this time. We don't know what his middle name is. Eddie Chester Jr. Could be. Oh my lord. Could be. So Mulder books it after this guy. And, you know, they realize that obviously this is Eddie Jr., not actually the dad. 
And Skelly goes around the other way, but as they get out of the house, we realize that this is the busiest suburban neighborhood on planet Earth. It's like a weekday afternoon. There are like 50 people, like one guy's taking out the trash, there's like bikers, there's like people, I don't know, just chatting in their driveways. Mm -hmm. There's 50 people outside. And so, you know, they have no idea which one Eddie might be impersonating. So, I don't know. I guess he got away. Oh, well. That's fine. Um, he would be naked though. So would he? Well, he just dumped his robe. <gasps> Did he dump the robe? Yeah, Mulder like throws the oh, robe on top of Scully's head when right. he finds it. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Did you watch this episode? I couldn't remember if he was wearing something under his robe. Uh, he could have been. He could. Okay. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, they're they're having a they're maybe having a laugh. maybe he wasn't stark naked. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see this episode. Was it good? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I I can't spoil that. No. That's for final thoughts. Okay, we'll I wait. Can't tell we'll you. Wait. I can't All right. Tell you. So, we do cut to one of the new parents' houses, one of the people who have given birth to the tailed children. And <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> that's a roundabout way of saying that. The okay. tailed children. All right. Uh the mom is caring for the newborn and we see the bandage where the tail has been surgically removed when Eddie Jr dressed as her husband mm-hmm. I guess he's wearing clothes now so I don't know if he was wearing those or if he got them from somewhere else but he, he rushes into the house and he doesn't say anything and he locks himself in the bathroom the wife is suspicious mm-hmm. about this understandably um, and Eddie come Fred is having trouble you know staying looking like Fred because I think he needs to like know what they look like really well to be able to impersonate them or something oh Maybe. Did he? I don't know. I thought know. he was just panicking. Maybe he was just panicking. I don't know. It seemed like he needed to like really like eye them with his eyeballs before he could do it because he kept staring at like mm. Mulder and that's true stuff. So I don't maybe. know if he just like forgot what this guy looked like or maybe he was just panicking. Could be. But he's having trouble staying looking like Fred the husband. Um, and I don't think he would have Fred's voice either when he's not no like in his. Fred body. He just sounded like himself. Yeah, he just sounded like Darren Morgan. <laughs> but the wife doesn't seem to notice that. That's fine. Um, and he's like, just le- it's fine. Just leave me alone. And then he remembers from the time that he um, raped this woman, <laughs> essentially, uh, that the husband calls her Babu. So he's like, I'm fine, Babu. Don't mind. And she's like, okay, sugar patootie. <laughs> it's very horrifying. <laughs> Yeah, that's the. I think we can all agree that's the most horrifying part of this episode. Like it kind of is, though, right? <laughs> Baboo and sugar patootie. Yeah, I don't like it. It's pretty bad. I don't like it. But you know, pet names are fine. Whatever, do what you got to do. Yeah, but those pet names do better. Do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although these two do look like the type that would use them. Yes, so, yeah. I mean it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Well. We go back to the Boo crew, who are still investigating the Van Blunt residence. Um, Mulder heads upstairs to the very cluttered attic. There's just, like, crap all over the place. Um, he opens a closet. Stuff falls out. He does find a trapdoor to get into the attic, and he pulls on the, the cord. And then there's a bunch of dust that comes down, but, like heavy dust and he gets some in his mouth because classic Mulder and then he tastes that it is quicklime so that's probably not good um, they open the trap door and then just like a shower of quicklime comes down and then a mummified body does fall out um, it's very dead covered in quicklime and it does have a tail so this is probably Eddie Senior oh my lord 
Oh. And then Mulder quips, do you think the fall killed him? Which is pretty funny. <laughs> oh. Mulder's very quippy in this episode, I feel like. Which I guess yes. it's a comedy episode, so yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. But he's quipping all over the place. And I love it. What is quicklime used for? Mummifying bodies. Okay. All right. Mummifying bodies. We got it. It's probably got other uses that are legitimate in healthcare needs. Probably. But. I don't know about them. People are always using it for killing people and mummifying bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, back at the house, um, the suburban house with the, the wife and husband, the real Fred returns home and the wife is very confused because... Eddie, who she thought was Fred, is still trapped in the bathroom right now. So real Fred and and the wife. I didn't catch her name. I don't know if we learned her name. Call her the wife. I know. It feels offensive. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Thanks, Vince, for your sexism. God. (laughs) God. So real Fred and his wife approach the bathroom where there is clearly someone in there. But when the door does finally open, Eddie is now dressed. I don't know what we want to call it. Like impersonating? Yes. Mulder. He looks like Mulder. He looks like Mulder, which is not good. And he's like, all clear. <laughs> don't worry about it. I was just doing some FBI business oh, yeah. in your bathroom. He definitely, I feel like we'll talk about it later, but David Duchovny is definitely acting here. He like takes a moment to like get into the right headspace. Like, I'm an FBI agent now. He like kind of. I don't know narrows his eyes he's like it's all clear yeah it's very i mean <laughs> yes i will have compliments galore for mm-hmm. david Duchovny's acting because mm-hmm. it's very funny in this episode yeah well that's weird what is Mulder doing in this bathroom he's a pervert <laughs> oh okay okay so we go to it's morgasbord time scully is examining eddie senior's body she's like cutting him open Mulder comes in um she's telling him what she's found it is hard to say what killed him because of the quick lime it's kind of mummified everything but the one thing that she has discovered is she shows him a scan of what is striated muscle tissue which wouldn't be strange except for the fact that it is all over his body it's everywhere underpinning his entire skin so that's not normal kind of weird while she's talking, Mulder kind of wanders over and looks at the body. Um, he just starts, like, touching the tail. <laughs> it is just snap off. And he, he tries to hide it from Scully. He, like, freaks out silently and, like, turns around with his hands behind his back. It's, pre- it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Physical uh, comedy. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, David. Mm-hmm. Um, so while he is freaking out internally, he asks Scully some questions. He's like, okay, well, what would be the purpose of this extra muscle? Um and Scully says she doesn't know. It could be anything. Maybe it doesn't do anything at all. Um, Mulder asks whether this extended musculature could have been shared by Eddie Jr. Maybe it's genetic. And if it is, then if if the musculature underlies his entire skin, maybe Eddie Jr. could use that muscle to alter his appearance and look like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Which could explain a lot of things. Scully's like, Okay, maybe, but it's much more likely that he just has an identical twin. It's never an identical twin. It's never weather. It's never a twin. Those are two fake things that don't happen in real life. Exactly. Skelly, keep with the program. Twins are fantasy. Mm-hmm. I, have knows. you ever met one? Yes. So yes, have I. <laughs> met multiples. Many, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've even yeah. met triplets, frankly. I haven't met triplets. I met triplets in our class in high school. Oh, all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. We had like three pairs of twins in my... Wow, yeah. what's going on? I don't know. Goodness. 
small potatoes, something in the water. <laughs> so uh, Mulder's like, okay, well, that's interesting. I'm going to go check it out immediately. Um, I'm going to sprint out of the building. Um, <laughs> so that I, d- I didn't do anything wrong here. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I got to get out of here so that I am not within shouting range when Scully discovers that I've broken her body. <laughs> so that's fair. Classic. So what he's going to do is go talk to Amanda because he they've kind of figured out that she's it's like a different MO than all the other women. So it's weird. She's not married. She didn't undergo fertility treatment. It's strange. So he's going to go talk to her. He sprints out of the room and then Scully does turn around and the broken tail falls off the table. And she put she puts her hands on her hips and shakes her head. Wah, wah, wah. Classic Mulder. My God. <laughs> mm-hmm. But back at the hospital, Amanda's with her new burn. New burn. Her new burn. <laughs> Amanda's with her newborn and the nice nurse from earlier. And Mulder arrives at the hospital, and the nurse takes Mulder the baby. Yeah, arrives at the hospital. It's definitely Mulder. Don't okay. worry about it. Okay. Um, the nurse takes the baby away and leaves Amanda to talk to the FBI agent. And she's Amanda's is like. You know, I thought they were letting me stay here because I have great insurance, but I guess it's actually because they think I'm crazy because <laughs> of the whole Luke Skywalker thing. But she seems like kind of amused by this, mm-hmm. which is I fun. like her. I do. I do too. I'm like, I'm, you know, I feel like she and Mulder could have been friends in yeah. a different lifetime. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mulder, quote Mulder, end quote, mm. sits on Amanda's bed, which is kind of weird. That's a little like close and personal. I think real Mulder would actually do that, though. He, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> he might actually do that. So we don't, like, quite realize what's going on yet, yep. necessarily. So he sits on Amanda's bed, and he asks her if she recognizes this picture of Eddie Van Blunt. It's the dorkiest possible picture you could ever show. It's so fun. It's like a glam <laughs> shot where he, like, he looks like a Muppet. I don't know. It's <laughs> very funny. Just like It's like when you tell, like, a five-year-old to smile. It's like that kind of smile and, like, dead eyes. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty cute. I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. And which is strange because, you know, I guess spoilers, but this is Eddie. So he just chose the dorkiest possible picture to show her. Which yeah. seems like, you know, he'd, you'd think he would get his, you know, blue steel picture to yeah. show her. but But he's a loser. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, do you know this guy? And she says... Ew. Yeah. That's Eddie Van Blunt, or should I say Eddie Van Vomit. Yeah, I went to school with him, and I did date him. It's really embarrassing. It's like one of those things where you look back and you're like, wow, that was a real loser. Why did I date that guy? (laughs) And Mulder looks like he's having quite a few emotions about this. And Mm -hmm. this is probably the time when you're first watching it when you realize that this is clearly Eddie Van Blunt impersonating Mm -hmm. Mulder. He's doing like very good acting with his face yeah. where it's like he's still trying to figure out how his face works and also not making facial expressions that Mulder normally would. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive on David mm-hmm. Duchovny's acting front. Yeah. Um, he's just like, I don't know, he's like emoting more, I feel like, than Mulder usually does with his yes. face in a, so. in a situation like this. Yes. Um, so he he's clearly very hurt by this. <laughs> and he's like... Wow, what, what what makes Eddie a loser, exactly? Like, why would you say that about him? And Amanda is like, oh, just everything, you know? Like, just everything about this man is the worst possible thing that could be about a man. Like, he doesn't have any sense of romance. He doesn't have any ambition. I guess he's, like, a janitor now or something. His dad was in the circus, which is really lame, which also, like, that's not lame. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Whatever. Amanda's a little mean here. Um, and Mulder's like, 
Okay, Eddie, as Mulder, is like, I mean, he must have had some good qualities, right? You dated him all through high school. <laughs> and Amanda's like, I guess. Like, we would go see Star Wars together, which was cool. <laughs> that was, like, pretty much it. Um, and, you know, Mulder, at the end, gives Amanda a rose. And it's like... <laughs> I just wanted to congratulate you on this blessed event. A very awkward smile, yes. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, like, yeah, does not quite know how to smile. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Um, and Amanda's like, oh, thank you. May the force be with you. And Eddie just, like, kind of groans as he <laughs> leaves. Um, and we get the sense that, I mean, this is, like, tying into the conversation Mulder and Skelly were having earlier where when a a tall, handsome man is saying these things to her, she's very into it. And Eddie is like realizing that she was not quite as receptive when he was saying it with his own face and whatever. But there's a lot of conversation to be had about that when we wrap up this episode. Mm -hmm. But that is the vibe we are getting. I did also like, well, one thing, it feels like Amanda and Eddie would have actually been a good couple. I know. Amanda... Girl, get it together. You, you Come were, on. You were destined. Uh, you were, other than the whole being a horrible rapist thing. Well, there is that, which is... <laughs> you, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But for being she's a super weird. loser... Yeah, she's she, super weird. She's and a like, really weird person. Being a janitor doesn't make you a loser. You're, like, contributing to society. Come you're doing on. good work. You're, you're vibing with the world. Get it together, girl. He cleans. He cleans. He fixes stuff. He brought you a, a sad flower. It, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It is a little, like, rich, but whatever. Yeah. That's fine. There is also, I did like the line where after she talks all about Eddie, she asks why Mulder's asking these questions, and he, like, blue steals her, and he's like, that's official FBI business. <laughs> Which I did <laughs> like. very funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you were impersonating an FBI agent, wouldn't you do the same? I would love, yeah, that's like, I mean, not, like my biggest dream in the world but it's mm. like a dream yeah. you know to say that's official fbi business yeah it's like pretty cool yeah um so Mulder, sorry eddie as Mulder, leaves the hospital room and then as he gets into the hallway he sees the real Mulder arriving to actually meet with amanda oh and he says oh golly and he ducks out of the way <laughs> close one and so the real Mulder then knocks on Amanda's door, and Amanda is like, yeah, so, like, really, why were you asking me all those questions about Eddie? And Mulder's like, what? <laughs> but whatever. She's weird. That's fine. Um, I'll just kind of run with it. So he he starts trying to talk to her, but he gets a call from Fred in the meantime. And Fred is like, the husband, is like, is it okay for us to, like, go into our bathroom now? Like, you you were in our bathroom. You said you chased this, this guy into our bathroom, and the... The police were going to come and take fingerprints or something, but it's been hours and you haven't called back yet. Like, what is going on? And why did you need my suit? Like, what the hell? <laughs> and Mulder is like, you know, the pieces are, are coming into place in his mind. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> and then he, he hangs up and he's like, Amanda, I was just here. Where did I go? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? And so he, he leaves the the room. He goes out into the hallway and he finds the nurse. And he's like, hey, there's a man. He looks just like me. Where did he go? And she's like, she also looks very confused. And she says, uh, the, the men's locker room? What is going on? Mm -hmm. But asked and answered. So he mm -hmm. rushes to the men's locker room. 
and he uh, sees a security guard getting dressed. And it's, it's Eddie. It's got to be Eddie. Yeah. I mean, it's a man who looks like a different man, but we mm-hmm. know that he can change. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be All men Eddie. look like other men, so. Mulder's got face blindness. This is deeply yep. relatable to me. I understood mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm. on a visceral level. So Mulder pulls out his gun and is like, listen, if you're not Eddie, I apologize, but I am going to have to take you into custody. <laughs> and he handcuffs him. And the security guard is very distressed by this. He's not mm-hmm. happy. And he looks like Scott Blevins, the security guard. Yes. Which yes, is important because yes, yes. it probably is Scott Blevins. Probably. Yep. Um, and then the OBGYN from earlier is also in the, the locker room. So Mulder's like, I got to handcuff you too. <laughs> Sorry about this. It's getting pretty wacky. He's like, I got these two people. I, I know one of them is Eddie. I don't know which one. Yep. I'm going to have to apologize to one of them pretty bad, but it is what it is. And he steps away for a moment to call Scully and tell her that she needs to come to the hospital real quick. And after he hangs up, he wanders through the locker room a little bit more and the lights start flickering and he looks up at the ceiling and a ceiling tile is crooked. Uh-oh. So he like reaches up. I guess, he, is he tall enough to just reach the ceiling with yeah, his hands? Yeah, probably. What a freak. It'd be so convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so he moves the tile and the ceiling to the side and Eddie Van Blunt goes, you're a damn good looking <laughs> man and like jumps on him from the <laughs> ceiling, which would be very frightening. <laughs> To be fair. I wouldn't enjoy that if I were no, him, no, no, but, no, no. you know. The compliment does not make up for the scared no. experience. No. So Scully arrives on the scene um, to find uh, a hubbub all mm-hmm. about. Um, so she does find Mulder, quote unquote, mm-hmm. calming down the guys that he handcuffed and the cops are on the scene and everybody's, everybody's all fired up. Everybody's really mad, but... Mulder kind of talks him down. He's nursing his head, and he he walks Scully away. He's like, yep, so looks like the local authorities are going to find Eddie. Um, you know, I guess case is over. We can go back to Washington. I mean, we're pretty much done. You know, there's there's nothing else for us here. I don't know. And Scully looks surprised by that, uh, that he wants to give up so easily. And she's like, okay, so you don't think there's an X-File here now? And um, so Eddie clearly doesn't know what an X-File is, but he rolls with it. He's like, oh, no, no way. Um, (laughs) The only thing here is small potatoes. Nice. Yum, yum, yum. So we're going back to Washington. Case over. Um, Weird. This was kind of a short episode, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. Yeah. End of episode. Scully takes this very well. I feel like, (laughs) I mean, I know she's a little suspicious. I guess she just wanted to go back to Washington. (laughs) So she's like, eh. Yeah, whatever. I, I mean, she doesn't think there's an X file here. That's true. And you know, the the local cops are capable of tracking down a guy because that's kind of their job. So that's true. I guess she wouldn't really care. That's true. And as we discover later, she has her you know monograph to get to. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um. So that's that's cool. I guess they're leaving, but the camera does pan to the hospital basement. And into the furnace room and into an evil little prison cell in the furnace room that just is there for some reason. (laughs) They just have an evil little prison room in the furnace. Um, And the real Mulder is being held captive. (gasps) What? And he's calling for help. Oh, Oh. my God. That was Eddie the whole time. Oh, no. Good grief. And, you know, he's Mulder. He's sweating. He's yelling. He's mad. But he does have a little snack. So (laughs) Eddie's not 
so evil that he didn't leave Mulder with a little juice box. I like that he left him. It was like a pop can with, with a straw in there. He, yeah. He took the time to put the straw in there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so that's cute. Yeah. He cares. Yeah. So what was Eddie's... I mean, he had to know that Mulder was going to get out. So he was just... He just wanted to hang out for a little bit. I guess he just wanted to like live the life of a tall, handsome man yeah. for a while without realizing that he unfortunately chose the <laughs> lamest, tall, handsome man he could have. I think he was like probably imagining that Mulder was like banging broads every yeah, day for and sure. like partying. Yeah, of he course. Was like, you know, I know it's not going to last forever, but I'm going to live large for mm. a couple days. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> he should have known. <laughs> well, he will find out. Yes. So we're going to leave poor Mulder alone, locked in prison. What do you call it? It's not... What do you call it? Locked in a cell. A oubliette. Locked in an oubliette, just like his sister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we go back to Washington at the FBI HQ. Um, Mul- Scully and Mulder are sitting there in Skinner's office. Again, Skinner is just making them sit there while he reads the entirety of the report. <laughs> Which is insane, but whatever. Why does he always do this? A power display. It's crazy. But I anyway. mean, they bother him so much. <laughs> they deserve this. I guess. That's fair enough. He, they did make him get up in the middle of the night and go to the airport last week. So yeah, And didn't tell him anything about why. So he's probably... Yeah. Or two weeks ago. Whatever. Pissed off. Um, fair enough. He's always pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. And and didn't he do something mysterious and uh, giving up something important in his life to save Scully's life or something? We still don't know what he did, but he's probably mad about that, too. Probably. So he's sitting there reading their report. Um, we're gonna, should I just call him Eddie? Yeah. Instead of Eddie as Mulder. Probably. So Eddie, who is wearing Mulder's face. So he's sitting there. He's like... Um, awkwardly adjusting his legs he's trying to look official and you know like an fbi agent and everything so skinner finishes reading the report he puts it down he sighs he's like which one of you morons wrote this (laughs) he didn't have to ask though did he no and eddie's like oh it was me of course and skinner's like you spelled the federal bureau of investigation wrong he's like it was a typo it's not a big deal you spelled it wrong twice Oh, embarrassing. Very embarrassing. So then they kind of recap the case. So they've discovered that Eddie Sr. died of natural causes. Um, His son didn't murder him, but he probably buried or he hid the body so that he could continue cashing in on his security check. Um, And Skinner's like, "Uh, okay, but so he didn't murder anybody, but he is a sex offender. And they're like, yes, we've entered him into the database. The police are looking for him. Um, Eddie looks, he's like, no, no, that's not me. I didn't know. Come on. Am I the asshole? Come on. (laughs) You're taking it a little hard on me. Um, Yeah. Again, David Duchovny, very funny in the scene. (laughs) Yes. Good acting. Um, but you know, that's about it. Case over. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Let's go home. All right. Cool. So the boot crew leave. Well, they're not the boot crew, are they? No. Scully and Eddie leave. Yeah. Scully thinks they're the boot crew, but she's wrong. Uh, they head to the basement office, and Scully is really distracted reading the file while Eddie is, you know, kind of just like, hey, "You got any plans for the weekend? What are you What are you doing?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm working on this monograph. What is a monograph?" <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it's just like some sort of a report. Okay. I don't know. Just working a monograph or like, I, it sounded like an academic journal or something, Yeah, I guess. 
Um, it is, you know, it's, it's, not, she's also a huge loser. Yeah. You know, like yeah. she's not cool either. No, 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 no. <laughs> So it's, these are two humongous dorks. Exactly. Why they get along. Yeah. Yeah. If your plans are, I'm working on an academic journal article <laughs> on the weekend, you might be a loser. Yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing, losers make the world go around. I'm not yeah, judging him. I love the boot crew. Eddie does look very disappointed. Though. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought you were going to say you were clubbing and, and yeah. boning. Um, and, and the, Physical comedy in the background is great because Scully is like distracted by reading this file and Eddie is like desperately trying to figure out which key on Mulder's key ring actually opens the X-Files office mm-hmm. and he's trying like 50 of different ones. Um, but she's like, yeah, I, I actually also might run some tissue samples from this case still because something's not quite looking right. But anyway, I don't know. I'll figure it out. So see you Monday. And she leaves. And Eddie finally gets himself into the office and looks around and judges Mulder's first name. He sees his nameplate that says Fox Mulder and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair, whatever. And he sits down in his desk chair and tries to like lean back like a cool man, but Mm -hmm. absolutely starts falling and like, I don't know. Because he's not used to having such long legs, I assume. Which is fair. I mean, it would be upsetting. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, yeah, like knock stuff over and everything. But he's like, it's fine. I'm cool. And then he looks around at all the alien posters on Mulder's wall. And he's like, this is where my tax dollars go. (laughs) Which is fair. That's fair. Fair enough. I mean, what what does Mulder make in a year? Uh, I don't know. He's got to make good money for this. Um, and then he also is like, whatever, where do I live? So he pulls out his wallet and checks Mulder's ID to see his apartment, which everybody knows his apartment. So like, that's, that's an yeah, open secret. You should just know it. Come on. So he goes to Mulder's apartment. He walks around, again, looking very disappointed. This isn't the cool, hot bachelor pad he was expecting. <laughs> no. It's just like crappy. He's like, where do I sleep? There's no fucking bed in here. <laughs> I love that acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, he does take a chance to feed the fish. So, thank you. Thank you, know, you. He does care about fish, I guess, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Yeah. Probably more than the real Mulder. I guess they're still alive. They're still alive. But is it because Skelly and the criminals feed them? Yeah. I think that's what we decided. I don't that think Mulder makes them at all. Yeah. But anyways, he's like, okay, this is super lame, but maybe he has cool friends and like a hot lady that he's boning with. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can check on this. So he checks the voicemail. Um, Mulder does have a voicemail from Langley and Frohickey who are calling to say that an online associate of theirs. <laughs> I want to start calling <laughs> people I follow on Tumblr, my online associate. I mean, you, you might as well. Yeah. I mean, that's probably exactly the situation here. They follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So an online associate of theirs has digitized the Zapruder footage so that they can get like a bird's eye view of the exact moment of the JFK assassination. And you're never going to believe where the third shot comes from. And then, like, Frohickey cuts in, and he's like, yeah, we're also going to go get cheesesteaks after. You should come hang out with us. It's going to be really cool. Hell yeah. And then I did like that Langley was like, you have to erase this once you hear it. (laughs) It's very top secret covert shit. And Eddie's like, oh, my God, he has geeks for friends. This is super lame. But then the next next voicemail is a little more promising. Mm -hmm. We get a sexy, sultry Mm -hmm. woman on the line. She's like, oh, I miss hearing your manly voice. (laughs) (laughs) And Eddie gets really excited. He's like, oh, okay, all right. So he gets ready to pick up the phone. But then we she starts talking about like rates. So we find out that, oh, it's just a phone sex line. And Eddie gets very disappointed. He throws the pen down. He's like, God damn it. (laughs) Which this does feel more right. I was like, when I was listening to this, I'm like, 
This ain't this ain't real. This there, ain't canonical. I can't be bringing this fake sultry no. lady back. Nobody buys it. But so there was. I don't remember. That was like a long time ago. There's like a it was like season one. I yeah, think. there was like an EBE or something. Yeah. So there was definitely it was the same situation, right? Like it had it, to this was been. not a real woman. I mean, it was it was like you you missed me at lunch, Mulder. Yeah. And I was like, in what universe? Yeah. No, 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 no. Fake. Yes. This was much more realistic. So I buy this for sure. <laughs> so, but sad he doesn't have any cool friends he doesn't have any sexy ladies he's boning down with what a loser i mean but i love him but (laughs) i love him (laughs) of course so then eddie's like okay whatever i at least i'm still a tall hot man and i can check myself out in the mirror so he checks himself out he pulls out his like fbi badge and he's like fbi and all this and I don't know. He flashes his gun and he fails to get the cartridge into the gun. He flips the gun around. It's all very embarrassing. He does the taxi driver thing. <laughs> exactly. You, you walk, you're looking at me. Mm-hmm. He tries on some blue steel. Yeah. So, you know, and then again, he's like, you know, at least you're a damn good looking man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least. Does it take Eddie effort to physically embody someone else? It doesn't seem like it. Seems like he could just like make up a hot face and just like live his life as a hotter man if he That's... felt that strongly about it. That's a good point. I mean, probably realistically, he can't hold it all the time. Yeah. Because that would be a lot. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a muscle. So he has to like, uh, yeah. whatever, clench the muscle, yeah. whatever, however he does it. Yeah. But... And he shouldn't feel compelled to do that anyway. Yeah, he's great. He's fine. Except that he's a criminal. But, well, you know. the, the rape part is not <laughs> yeah, great, yeah, yeah. but... The, the physical part is fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so we, we cut to Skelly's apartment, and Eddie arrives and asks to be let in. She's, She's working on a Friday. What a dork. Yep. They're both such losers. <laughs> yes. It's fine. I love them. Um, but Eddie has brought a bottle of wine, and Skelly seems very confused, but she's like, okay, fine. Yeah, come on in, I guess. Uh, and she does open up the bottle of wine. And uh, we learned that she is still working on the Van Blunt case. Everyone at the lab found Van Blunt very interesting. There were some other anomalies related to like his hair follicles or something. She's just like kind of telling Mulder whatever her scully scientific language mumbo jumbo is while she's opening mm-hmm. this bottle of wine. And uh, Van Blunt is like, you know, he's on the couch and he's like checking his teeth in the spoon. He's like taking off his jacket. He's uh, trying to like make himself look both sexy and confident and relaxed all at the same time. But he's like putting a lot of effort into it um, and kind of failing spectacularly at all of those. And but Scully's not noticing because she's distracted by the wine. Mm-hmm. So she walks back to the couch and pours them both a glass. And she's like, okay, so like what's actually up? Are you okay? Which I feel like it is weird. But, like, they have to hang out after cases, right? I feel yeah. like this is... I feel like he has probably brought a bottle of wine to hang out with on a Friday night before, probably. right? Probably. I yeah. don't know. Canonically, that feels like a thing Mulder would have done. It does, yeah. But what do I know? Um. So she's like, yeah, what's up? You okay? And he, like, he like chokes while taking a drink <laughs> of the wine. And he's like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> I love that wine. <laughs> Which is very funny. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, listen... Scully, we never talk. And she's like, what What do you mean? Like, really talk? No, I, I guess we don't. I don't know. And Eddie's very earnestly like, so what's stopping us? You know? Wow. Why don't we talk? Wow. Come on. Come on, babe. Babe, let's bone. <laughs> well, not yet. He has to bet yeah, first. Yeah. Babe, let's 
get emotionally close yes until you want to bone yes so we cut forward they have they've finished the whole bottle of wine they put on some music they've lit a fire it's all very romantic oh my you might even say so Scully, Scully is totally loosened up. She's she's talking all about her prom night. I think so. I think, yeah. yeah, she's um, talking about how I don't know. Her friends built a campfire that went totally out of control. The fire department was called. Um, they had to ride back home in the pumper truck, and all of this ruined her romantic moment with Marcus, who is the twelfth grade love of her life, and all of that. Um, Eddie is listening to all of this. He's he's a very good listener. He mm-hmm. like remembers names. He's totally keyed in. He's definitely he's like on board. And Scully's like, wow, I just I can't believe that I'm telling you all this. You know, I'm seeing a whole new side of you, Mulder. And he's like, is that a good thing? And she's like, well, I like it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so embarrassing. Movie. My God. She's going to be replaying this moment yeah. on repeat for the next month uh-huh. she falls asleep. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. The, at the very least, she doesn't have to tell the real Mulder about the details. Yes. So Yes. <laughs> that is true. So then Eddie starts buttering her up even more. He's like, well, I don't know. Do you ever wish that things were different? You know, the people that you, the person that you wanted to be when you grew up in high school, how far off did you end up getting? Do you ever wish you could go back and do it all different? Um, and Scully doesn't answer, but she's like, I don't know. Do do you want to go back and change everything? And he he nods very soulfully, and then, and then he goes in yeah. for the kiss. Oh, he does. He's he's ready. Scully's like, oh okay, this is happening. But she's <laughs> yeah. she's like, I don't know. She's kind of into she's it. She's kind of into it. And then they get they get close, just just an inch away from each other. Oh, yeah. Those lips are about to lock. He's leaning over her whole body on this mm-hmm. couch. Mm-hmm. Inches away, not not inches, millimeters, inch, millimeters away from kissing. They're so close to smooching. And then, of course, Mulder, the real Mulder, <laughs> takes this moment to kick the door down. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> God damn it. And then Scully and Eddie look over, shocked. And then Scully realizes what is going on. This is so embarrassing for her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Humiliating. She's never going to be able to live this down. No. I would just die on the spot. He could tell, like... The fake Mulder, like he, like he, Mulder knows what was going on. She was into it. She was clearly into it. Yes. This is the worst experience of her entire life. <laughs> I mean, probably right. Oh, God. So Scully freaks out. She pushes Eddie away from her. And then Eddie turns back into himself. He looks very sheepish. Mm-hmm. And Scully's like, what the fuck? <laughs> God damn. Yeah. But Mulder should also be kind of embarrassed, right? Like, if he had more moves... They should all be embarrassed. This is the most embarrassing... <laughs> That's the only thing saving their relationship, is the fact that it's embarrassing for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Like, they're both never going to want to talk about this again. Exactly. Thank God. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm kind of sad that we didn't see the the debrief after this, mm-hmm. but they probably did not speak of it. There's no way. <laughs> they were probably like... Did they even, like, make eye contact? I don't for the next month, I don't think so. Humiliating. Yeah. Oh. They probably pass messages through Skinner to each other for the next month. What What happened between you guys? I don't understand. Why am I having to pass in your messages? I mean, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Have we talked? Does Skinner ship them? Have we talked about this before? 
I think I think I want to say yes yeah. for sure. But like right? a, like a little bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's down. He's down. Yeah. Yeah. Down to club. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So we do just cut to like one month later because the that month has been so <laughs> deeply <Rot>. humiliating. <laughs> they both like took all their vacation days so that they wouldn't have to see each other. See, this is what it takes to make them take a vacation. Oh, I'll take a vacation <laughs> if it means not looking my coworker in the eyes after I almost made out with a fake version of him. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so we cut to a month later when Mulder is visiting Eddie in prison and Eddie is wearing this red baseball cap that says superstar on it, it's which is brutal. Uh, Mulder's like, wow, what's with the hat? And we learn that Eddie's court appointed therapist makes him wear it to bolster his self-esteem. And then the other inmates just beat him up and take it from him. But the therapist keeps bringing him new ones, which is very funny. I, I know Ther- this is just a joke, but like, yeah. what an insane thing to do. Ter- terrible therapist. Yeah. Um, and they also, we learn, have Eddie on a mus- muscle relaxant. So he can't um, impersonate people's faces anymore. And he uh, he asks, like, is, is Agent Skelly here, too? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, uh, you know, Mulder kind of brushes that off. But Eddie, lear- we learned that Eddie wanted to talk to Mulder because Eddie's like, I just think it's funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I was born a loser, but you're one by choice, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> like, what's going on there? I just thought we should debrief, you know? Sure. We need to talk about He's this. not wrong. He's not I mean, yeah. We talked... Mulder is, like, was assigned cool at birth, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but transitioned to loser at yes, some point in his adolescence. Um, which is fine. Like, he, he enjoys it. Mm-hmm. He likes being a loser. Yeah. But he, doesn't, he doesn't have to be. No. <laughs> he could have been cool. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie's like, God, you gotta just, like, live a little, man. Like, treat yourself. You could get so much in your life just like by being hot and tall and you're just like making life harder for yourself for no reason um and i guess this is like the entire reason that eddie wanted to talk to him because this he is just like, wanted to chat <laughs> this is the entire conversation of Mulder's like whatever i'm out and he gets up and leaves um and outside the uh like prison visitation room he catches up with skelly who like awkwardly doesn't make eye contact with him but as they're like walking down the hallway awkwardly she's she like did come though she did come i mean they're still talking to each other yeah. which is honestly impressive i think i would have asked for a transfer <laughs> but maybe skinner refused i yeah. don't know and as they're walking away they're not making eye contact or anything but skelly is like i don't imagine you need to be told this molder but you're not a loser and he's like, well, I'm no Eddie Van Blunt either, am I? Fiend. She's going to have to leave the country after this. Yeah. It also doesn't... I love Skelly so sure. much. It yes. doesn't mean that much for her to say someone's not a loser because she was also working yeah. on Friday night. <laughs> they're both losers. And that's, that's why they're... they're perfect for each other. Exactly. They understand yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Come on. But, well. Damn. They're just hot hot losers yeah and that's okay that's exciting <laughs> yeah it's not a type that you see very often yeah mm-hmm. come on yeah all right well shall we move on to who the crew i think so let's do it first of all our man vince gilligan mm-hmm. so he specifically wanted to write a light-hearted episode because he didn't want to be known just as the writer who did all the sad grim stories so he's like fair enough i'm gonna write something funny it's gonna be great he also wanted to lighten up the rather dour fourth season which like i guess it has been kind of yeah not grim that's well 
grim in parts. Yeah. Because there haven't been... This is like the first funny episode, isn't it? I guess it is. All the Darren Morgan ones were season three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it has been kind of a sad little season. Yeah, Skelly's dying. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's kind of a bummer. A little bit. So he's like... I'm going to humiliate these two <laughs> characters I am. to make it better. And you're going to like it, I you did. sickos. <laughs> like the sicko meme. Exactly. So he wrote the part um, specifically with Darren Morgan in mind and asked him to come act in the episode. So Darren Morgan's coming back, making his triumphant return as uh, after Fluky. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. So in the original script, the babies were all born with wings instead of tails, Hmm. but they changed it to tails because it looked really bad with the CGI, and they decided that tails were cuter. Oh, that's fair. It's going to be tails. Tails probably would be cuter. Tails makes more sense. I feel like tails happens. I don't know if wings do. Yeah. I don't know what kind of... I'm imagining like skeleton wings or something. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know what kind of wings. It's kind of goth. I would have kept wings if I was born with wings. Yeah. Well, you probably can't fly with them. They're probably just mm. extra appendages and you can't really wear a shirt. That's true. They're probably be, If you can't fly with them, they're kind of annoying, right? No, you're right, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, And then Vince Gilligan also thought that Tails would be funnier. So. <laughs> fair enough. I guess, I don't know. How do you, how do you objectively decide what's funnier? Wings mm. or Tails? I mean, what would the magazine cover have looked like with wings? Would it have been like bird babies? And oh, then like probably. badly photoshopped birds. I feel like, like the a... badly photoshopped monkey face was funnier. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, Vince was right. Okay, he's a funny man. You ever see the pizza on the roof in Breaking Bad? <laughs> I, I have. Come on, yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. check that shit out. Hilarious. I will. Um, this episode was a favorite of cast. And crew. Oh. And I think we were talking in previous episodes about how we didn't know which episodes David Duchovny liked. He particularly liked making this episode. I bet. I bet it was fun to play. He got to stretch his acting chops. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eddie's address of, was 17 Prospect Parkway, and that is a former residence of Vince Gilligan's girlfriend, Holly Rice. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Are they married now, or...? Is that a random... It doesn't matter, I guess, but I don't know his wife's name. Is he married? I guess I assumed he was, but I don't know why. He's married to Holly Rice. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, there you go. Beautiful. (gasps) What? (gasps) No. What? (laughs) No, no, not about Holly. Vince, his first name is not Vince. (gasps) His full name is George Vincent Gilligan Jr., George Gilligan. It does feel right that he's a junior. Yeah, it does. Actually. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> it does feel he'll, right. He's always got. Wait, he's always got juniors in his writing. Walt Junior. Guys with Jr., mustaches. Bald men. Guys with mustaches. Bald men. It's all POV shots. It's all connected. <laughs> God, what a freak! Is us making jokes that random things are references to Breaking Bad relevant enough to mention in our fourth season wrap up? I don't know. Maybe. As an explanation, I'll write it down. I'll write for it down. our hilarious sure. humor, it's just um, very funny to pretend like. Oh, I already wrote that down. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So we have already talked about this. Yeah. There's nothing quite as funny as pretending like it's all Breaking Bad references, <laughs> which, it, which it is, which it is for sure. Ten years in the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Um. Also, you mentioned Amanda's uh 
distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. So Christine Cavanaugh, who plays her, so she was the voice of Dexter in Dexter's Lab. <gasps> That right? Made, yeah. Now that you, now that I, when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Dexter from yep. Dexter's yep, yep, Lab. Yep. She's got voice actor voice. She does. For sure. For sure. Oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, she does feel familiar, but yep. I don't know why. Dexter. Damn. I think it would be great if she also played Dexter, the serial killer Dexter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have we thought about recasting that? <laughs> we could. Dexter season franchise. three or whatever. Dexter, the second, the have- second remake they, yeah they made a remake of that right they did like a i don't know what you, it's not a reboot it was like a sequel series yeah. i guess we're just we're just living that life now huh yeah i will say listen i i'm sick of reboots sick mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. hate them i will say the dexter reboot was actually pretty good they couldn't have made it worse than the finale huh no i th- they kind they kind of uh they redeemed themselves okay. i i enjoyed the sequel series okay okay but I'm sick of reboots. Yes. 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 And it would have been better if Christine Kavanaugh was in it. I mean, I'm but. just saying, just inexplicably replaced, <laughs> what's his name, Michael? Seahall. Seahall. Yeah. With this lady. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. All right. Well, shall we move on to Blazer Watch, the segment yes. where we talk about the fashion in the episode? Um, I feel like I don't have a ton, sadly. I don't have a ton either. I've got the the OBGYN, Dr. Alton Pugh, had kind of like a, this is mean, I I don't mean it in a mean way, but like a little bit of like a rat-like face. No, he does. He's like balding, he's got a mustache, um, wearing a suit. I don't Mm -hmm. know. He like, they they cast him correctly, because he like looked untrustworthy, like he was up to something, even though he was innocent. He looked put upon. Yes. He he was a red herring, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I mean Eddie has a jumpsuit with his name embroidered on it, so that's pretty cute. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie Senior has a very impressive mustache. It's like a like a walrus mustache, or like an air uh, an oil baron mustache. It's pretty good. It's nice, and you know Vince is into it. Oh, he loves a mustache. <laughs> yeah, are yeah. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, Skelly's got a nice gray cardigan. Very yeah. cute. Unbuttoned a little bit to, uh, you know, because it's Friday night. Come on. Could have been unbuttoned more. I mean, it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I Listen, we've said it before. We'll say it again. It's it's not important. It doesn't matter. But she's just getting hotter every episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's like distracting at this point. Sure. I don't know. It's fine. Anyway. Um, I mean, we already talked about it, but Eddie's superstar hat. I would wear that. Exciting. You, you would wear <laughs> I that. Know, I know. That is something that you would it's wear. It's cute. It helps your self-esteem. It reminds you that you're a superstar. I don't think it was helping his self-esteem. <laughs> no, that's fair. Frankly. Fair enough. But, fair enough. you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, you got any more? Nope. All right. Let's move on to FBI Do, the segment where we analyze the development of the romantic relationship mm. between the Boo crew. Um, and we do this on a doomsday clock scale where 10 minutes to midnight is far from love and zero minutes to midnight is right in the atomic blast zone of love. And we like to give examples from the episode at hand. So who would we say is 10 minutes to midnight in this episode? Uh, Dr. Pugh and catching a break. Oh, yes, indeed. Mulder and Eddie. Yeah. 
I don't yeah, think so. I don't think Mulder's enjoying it. I'm not sure no. he's enjoying that Eddie is making a move on his lady no. <laughs> and succeeding yes. where he has failed. For sure. But who is zero minutes to midnight? Uh, I mean, it's, it's got to be Scully and Eddie. Scully and Eddie. Or because they didn't they didn't quite seal the deal. That's so true. it was like a point oh 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 one. It's close to the Mulder's ever gotten. <laughs> yes, for <laughs> sure. That. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, I am at a complete loss on this one. Where would we put the boot crew on this scale? I don't even know what to do with this. I don't know They're either. Like, catastrophically far <laughs> apart, but also so close. Because Scully thought it was Mulder. Yeah, she did. Scully, I mean, this... She would be into it this if is, Mulder made a move. This is canonical proof that if Mulder like listened to her mm-hmm. and tried to kiss her, she would be into it. Yep. Which I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I I think Mulder would be into that too, right? He's just undoubtedly so nervous. Yeah. But now They're he just... knows that she would be into it. But now she's embarrassed. Now it's super embarrassing. Now it's yeah. embarrassing and weird. Now it might be even harder for him to. <sighs> To, to do it that's true oh my god what a pickle mm-hmm. it's like now that he knows she would be receptive to it she's not receptive anymore exactly what so what does this mean for them <laughs> i had no idea where to put them on the scale i don't know it's gonna be it's a long cold road back to yeah. to whatever wherever they were up <laughs> yeah. um yeah, putting them on the moon doesn't feel right. No, there's there's something happening. There is. And it was like almost a zero, but Mulder wasn't involved in it particularly. But he could be. He could have been, and he, I feel like, wants to be. He wants to be. But he wasn't. Yeah. And now, Mul- and now Skelly's super far from zero, because she's embarrassed. Can we put them at a two? Yeah. Can we have a Schrodinger's like, two? I feel like it should be high. Yeah. Because this conf- they would be into it if yeah. the circumstances were right. Yes. So I think it should be like a two. It's a Friday night. They got a bottle of wine, a fire going, mm-hmm. and music. Skelly's down to bone. Yeah. She's DTF. Yeah, for sure. So Mulder, <laughs> balls into your court, I guess. Come on. Except he's also probably feeling really insecure because yeah. she was into Eddie. And so now he's probably not, like, feeling secure enough to make a move. But, like, Skelly's probably not going to make a move because she's insecure now. It is quite embarrassing for both of them. Uh, <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. Vincent, you, you wily bastard. God. You've you've set them back five steps. What a jerk. But, yeah, two, two feels right. Okay. And an incredibly embarrassed, too. <laughs> I guess. Yes. I like Schrodinger's, too. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that is what it is, um, and I guess it's time to move on to. Oh my lord! That sounds like a a monster truck crunching over the. I feel like I was cr- able to do that for a lot longer than really I usually good. could. That's cool. That was good. All right. Um, good good monster truck voice. Uh, that that leads us to our next segment. Who is this week's monster of the week? Um, I said identity theft. Identity theft, yeah, there's that. I was going to say making your kid keep a tail when he doesn't want to keep a tail. <laughs> I don't true. know. That's fair, that's fair. Get rid of the tail if he wants to. But, you know, he's like a kid, but like, yeah, I think he should be able to get rid of it. But yeah. it's like complicated. Yeah. I don't know. But also, yeah, bodily autonomy and everything. Mm-hmm. But he did eventually. Yes. Did we know what happened to his mom? Did we hear about that? He didn't say. Okay. I assume she died or left. I don't know. Yes, yeah. Who knows? Mm. Anyway, okay, well, let's move on. Let's talk about our favorite scene or moment from this episode. I I liked all the moments when 
David Duchovny was acting as Eddie. Yes. I thought they were very funny. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, he was very good at moving his face in a weird way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, felt like he was using his face muscles for the first time. Yes. And it was very funny. Mm-hmm. And you could, like, tell that it wasn't him, which was impressive. Yes. I think. Yeah, I think you could always tell it wasn't him, I guess, with the... Exception of, like, the first half... When he was talking to Amanda, like, the first half of that, like, you weren't sure, but... Even with hindsight, Mm -hmm. it was kind of clear. Yeah. Just, like, you weren't sure in the moment. Once he gives her, like, the rose, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Mulder's a freak, but he's not this (laughs) variety of freak. Yeah, of course. Hmm. Um, Is that that it? That's my scenes and moments. All right, all right. Um, Yes, quite enjoyed all of that. I mean... um, I was just gonna say the whole last act, but that's like that's like a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. the the last the seduction scene is hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty true. good. It's pretty oh. good. Oh, Scully, it's just a lot going on. <laughs> oh my god! If he had been five minutes late, I know it's so brutal. Yeah. Damn. What would? Oh, whatever. <laughs> it is what it, I'm like. What would Mulder have done? If he was what? If he was? If he walked in mid coitus. Oh, mid. Um. That's, that's then the, it would have taken the them a whole year to look at each yeah. other. Yeah, that's brutal. That ain't right. I mean, do you think that this would make it easier? Because then they're like, yeah. then they both recognize, like, oh, right. they're into it. Yeah, but I, I guess know. Scully doesn't know that Mulder's into it. But that's true. Yeah, so he kind of has to make the first move now. Yeah. But he's he doesn't feel like empowered to because yeah. she was an Eddie. <sighs> come on, buddy, Mulder. Come on, listen to her. Yeah. They had that little birthday dinner. I feel like if it yeah. wasn't in public, things could have happened. Sure. Why I not? don't know. They could have been wearing their birthday suits, but they're cowards. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there was like a tweet where it was like, I don't remember who who tweeted it, but they were like, yeah, Mulder and Skelly were boning through all of it. It just wasn't plot relevant. <laughs> I do like that. I mean, yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? Maybe. Sure. Anyway, well... Let's uh, let's rate this episode, which we do on a scale of zero to five alien head emojis. Let's wrap it up. What do we think about small potatoes? Uh, I think they're pretty small, but not too small. Not too, not too small. Mm-hmm. Pretty small. Fair, fairly small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, as is probably obvious, I quite like this episode. It's a fun time. Um, obviously, seeing uh, Eddie play Mulder is really great. Uh, I do love an episode whenever they point out that Mulder's a huge loser. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he is. Yeah. And that's what I like about him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess super serious uh, mythology Mulder is important <laughs> for the show to continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I prefer <laughs> loser Mulder. I love super serious mythology. Moments. I mean, no, no, it's kind of different. I yeah. don't know. You definitely see the difference when the different writers are writing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer a dorkier Mulder, yeah. but that's fine. So yeah. that's fun. Um, it's exciting that he's a loser by choice. <laughs> what <laughs> he said. Yeah. Uh, I also love Darren Morgan. He's a really good actor. He has a great, like, uh, put upon, like, ah, shucks energy um, mm-hmm. to him. Um, I also thought Scully was a very good, like, straight woman in the episode. She was she was very funny. Um, mm-hmm. The lightsaber line was pretty great. Um, obviously, uh, the whole consent 
issue <laughs> rape stuff is uh yeah unfortunate yes um and i don't quite know what to do with it exactly um I, i'm chalking it up to the 90s yeah i none of it felt malicious i did yes. not feel like any of the writers or staff or what's the word not staff crew or crew. cast was doing it in a malicious way no but i this is not something that would fly now no yeah it definitely yeah it was like rape as a punchline yes. which isn't great but yeah it did feel very 90s mm-hmm. it i guess i don't know it, it like didn't bother me too much which i don't know why i don't know why sometimes stuff like this does bother me and sometimes it doesn't it didn't bother me in this episode i don't i don't i don't really know why yeah um and I don't really know what to do with it, but, you know, we got to acknowledge it, I yeah. guess. It's like, I mean, they're all, they like, treat him like it was wrong. It's clearly, yes. like, it's called out in bad. the textually. Like, yes, he is on the sex offender registry. <clears throat> it's never treated with the gravitas that the reality would entail mm-hmm. of a man impersonating someone's husband and raping them and impregnating them. And now they have to raise this child that's is the result of that. It's never treated with that gravitas, Mm-mm. but like, it's also a funny episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. It also didn't bother me. And I was like, I feel like I should be bothered because it's like a horrifying violation, mm-hmm. but it's also a very funny episode. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And he has the aw shucks. He's got the aw shucks. It's Darren Morgan. <laughs> it's Darren Morgan. You wouldn't on. do that in real Come life, on. maybe, unless uh, something comes out about Darren Morgan. Um, and it does, yeah, I, I guess just like, I don't know what you, what you do with it, really. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. You <laughs> got to acknowledge it, it. But it, yeah. I If someone was deeply bothered by this, I would not be shocked. I'd be like, yeah. that is fair. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like it should be upsetting, but I wasn't yeah. upset by it for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> The night, it is the what it is. is. Was it the background radiation of misogyny? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't... I was trying to figure out a way that the this story could happen without that, and I I don't really know how they could have... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you treat it as the real emotional experience... Then it's a different episode. Then Mulder being impersonated by a serial rapist who is, like, <laughs> victimizing Scully is not funny at all, obviously. No. So, like, if you treat it as, like, the emotional reality of what the world would actually entail, it's incredibly upsetting. But it's, yes. like, such a cartoonish yeah, treatment of it, which therein lies part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's a good episode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't Are know. we misogynists? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. It didn't really bother me, but yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So all that being said, which should be said, mm-hmm. um, it was fun. Um, I guess I'll give it I don't know. I'm waffling between a 4 and a 4 and a half. I don't know. It feels right. <sighs> I feel like I should give it a four, but my heart tells me a four and a half. Well, shouldn't you go? With I'm gonna your, go with my heart. Go with your four heart. And half, four and a half. I'm pushing you because I also gave it a four and a half. <laughs> okay. And I don't want to be the only rape apologist <laughs> on this podcast. 
I don't want to be the only one so who says... So this is selfish. Wow. Yeah, I don't want to wow. be the only one who says, rape's okay if it's <laughs> hilarious. Wow. In, a, in an episode. It's fine. Wow. Um, yeah, I did, I did note all of that. Again, would totally understand if someone has a problem with this. I don't really know why it doesn't bother me in this episode. I feel like in another one it would. Mm-hmm. Is this is this another bias situation where we were hating on Howie and we like Vince so we're down with it? It's like fun character work. I don't know. It's it's a good episode is the thing. I feel like he really gets the like Mulder Scully relationship mm-hmm. in a way that is very effective. Yeah. He writes them very funny. Yeah. Um I like their banter when they're when they're being written by Vince. Um I don't know. I not to get serious again, but it was also like sort of a bummer how good Eddie was at playing his dad hating on him. Because oh, yeah. all of those lines were him saying it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that that probably means that his dad actually said stuff like this. Or if he didn't, at least that Eddie feels that about himself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like you say, sort of weird and a bummer that Amanda was like, yeah, this guy's a huge loser. Because I'm like, <laughs> no offense, but... They could have made it work. Losers need to band together. Yeah. Like, she needs to accept that she's a loser, too, and that there's nothing wrong with being a loser. I think she was in denial about her own yeah. loserhood. Yes. You need to accept that you are a loser. I mean, you've watched Star Wars 400 times. Girl. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. And it's, like, 97 or whatever, so, like, <laughs> that's no small feat. Yeah. It's not like you own the DVD and you've had... 40 years to do that yeah she said they went to see it so like in the theater that's like you're like chalking up a lot of money Mm -hmm. going to see luke Mm -hmm. skywalker yeah like just accept that you're a loser and that's fine anyway um so you heard it on this podcast amanda (laughs) is a loser yes confirmed well i mean come on all right i watched quite a bit of supernatural sure let's just say that we all did come on come Come on on. i wouldn't be having an x-files rewatch podcast yeah, yeah understood otherwise <laughs> we're, we're all throwing stones and glass houses here our friday night weirdo comment is we're in community yes, <laughs> yes the friday night weirdos come on um i did also i mean like there is an interesting thing happening with the episode on identity and what that means and how other people's reactions to you color how you perceive yourself and how you are perceived in the world and how you act which is true i think mm-hmm. and like the material conditions of how others treat you affects how you move through the world. And it's an interesting thing to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it goes into some like kind of weird incel territory, I guess, when you're like, well, like, yeah, are we, are we supposed to take away from this that Eddie can't have any success with a woman unless he looks like Mulder and then like his same personality traits are received positively if he's hot? And is that like going down a weird rabbit hole of Reddit stuff? Uh, I feel like it's. I feel like it's more about the way that he held himself. He held he, like he's more confident when yeah. he's when he perceives himself as attractive. Yeah. And then like I mean yeah because that makes he, sense because Mulder isn't doesn't seem to perceive himself that way no. and and Eddie acted totally differently when he was himself versus when he was other people. Yeah, so. that's true. So yeah. Mm. It's inter- it's interesting. There's there's a lot going on. You could write a you could write a monograph about it. Are you kidding me? I'm always writing <laughs> on monographs. On a Friday night. <laughs> I, I spend all of my Friday nights writing monographs. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm partying on my Friday nights. Sure. Um I I'm watching Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. I'm eating takeout. Sure. 
like a cool, Ooh, like a cool whoa. kid. Whoa, step back, everybody. Thank you. The yes. cool is just coming off you. Thank you. I'm sweating cool out of my pores. <laughs> you should, should get that looked at. Yeah, I need, a, I need a shower. Anyway, so yeah, I give it a 4.5 out of 5 alien head emojis. I liked All it. Right. What can I say? It was fun. All right. It was fun. I agree. It was fun. Skelly Nation, rape apology. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going on the record like that. <laughs> okay. No. So I'm vetoing that That's one. Fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. All right. Uh, next week, we will be moving on. We will be talking about season four, episode 21, Zero Sum. Um, it's a mythology episode. It's a Skinner episode. Hey. And it is the last Howie episode. So we are going to have a lot to talk about. It's going to be nostalgic. <laughs> I feel like sure. I'm going to miss him when he's gone. We have to do a little uh, a little dirge. Not a dirge. What do you... Well, maybe a dirge. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, a memorial. Uh, in sure. memoriam. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have we're gonna have some things to talk about. And, and I will remember you yes. segment. Absolutely. Some Sarah McLaughlin. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, if you would like to send us an email, you can do so at skellynationpod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, also at skellynationpod. And another reminder, uh, submit any season four relevant questions, comments, ideas, thoughts, etc. by November 20th. That is November 20th 2022 yes if you're listening to this in the future you've missed it i'm sorry sorry but you can probably just skip ahead and listen to the season four episode and yeah hear what other people you don't said. even have to wait you, don't you can go wait. right ahead you can listen to it right now come on enjoy yourselves mm-hmm. have a good time anyway our uh, intro and outro music was by groove master putts and you can get their music on Bandcamp. Also, if you are enjoying our program, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice and tell your friends, spread the word about the pod, tell your friends, tell your family, and tell the shapeshifter who is taking over your life and trying to get with your girl about the podcast. Maybe he'll like it. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Well. I've been your host, Amanda. And I've been Ella. And remember, trust no one.